Arizona Sports, the local sports leader, Bickley and Murata. Social Studies, brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. All the questions have been posed. The answers have been given. So why not just get into them? It's Social Studies with Sarah Cazell. Woo! Let's do it. Let's do it. Hi, everyone. This is Social Studies. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Hi. This is Sarah Cazell, and we're doing Social Studies. Man, I wish I could do impressions the way you guys can. It's so impressive. Quite literally. Um, we're on Twitter, at Bickley underscore Murata. For my money, Bick Follow does the greatest Detour Dan impression I've yeah. ever heard. In the yeah. world. Watch all the Detour Dan. Here I come. I love, my, I love me some obscure impressions. Yeah. Yeah. Detour right. Dan ever is a one-man show made about him. <laughs> Bickley is your Bickley yeah, right I'm the guy. <laughs> Doesn't even have to change your name, Dan. That's right. Oh, that's tremendous. Okay, let's get into it. We are starting off with the Cardinals, their head coach search. Of course, Sean Payton, the bell of the ball, I keep calling him that because it seems like everybody wants him. There are five openings in the NFL right now, but we only had space for four teams. So we are asking of these four teams, where does he coach next season? Two of which aren't even openings yet. Oh, you're right. I didn't even look at that. Oh, yeah. You know, ex- two expected openings, two potential openings. Uh, where does he coach next year if he does? The Cardinals, the Broncos, the Chargers, not yet open. The Cowboys, not yet open. Interesting. I was going to admonish Jarrett for posing the question that way, but I don't... I guess that there's a chance... Because will it, was, it be the Texans? Here was my was thinking. Bron- yes. Broncos, Cardinals... Chargers, He's Cowboys. not going to Indianapolis. No. He's not going Charlotte to sh- no, Carolina. Carolina. I, mean, mm-hmm. I guess he could. And he's not going to Houston. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll vote Cardinals. Yeah, I'll I think Cardinals going too. to Denver. Yeah, Do you believe Cardinals it? or Chargers. Do I Cardinals believe it? I think there's a chance. Okay. Well... I guess I shouldn't be surprised by this, but 52% of our voters said Sean Payton will end up with the Cardinals next season. 52%, yes. 22% said the Broncos, the other actual opening in this poll. 15% went for the Dallas Cowboys. 12% went for the Chargers. Uh, J-Rod Cards says, if Dallas is open, that's the easiest one, but... The Cardinals give him a chance to be fully in charge of coaching and players, etc. Would he want to coach for Jerry Jones? Question mark. Something to think about. Seabacher44 says, I would hope Peyton would want to come here. But then again, I'm going to, I believe I'm going to win the Mega Millions on Friday. So my judgment Mm -hmm. means nothing. Uh, 1.35 billion. Is that what it is? Yep, for Friday. Crazy. Oh my gosh. All right. Did you guys ever buy in? We got to pool our money after the show. Okay, let's We should buy like $20 worth. And I think that really increases our odds. That's going to do it. (laughs) Let's buy $20 worth of burritos and stuff. It really increases our odds of something else. You know, listen, at those odds that you get it at, there one ticket and a hundred doesn't make a difference. Just get one. Right, exactly. Just get one. That's what I always tell my wife. Yeah? Oh, is she a big lotto player? One that gets over a billion. <laughs> when it's Fair worthwhile. Enough. Why mess yeah. around with yeah. the little stuff? Right, Fair because enough. 500 million, nah, yeah, why yeah, mess around with that's that. not life-changing money. Yeah. Uh, last one for that first question. Tyler Hamelwright says, if we don't get Sean Payton here in Arizona, at least get the backup Kevin James. <laughs> 
terrible. Vince, you're going to have to watch that movie. Paul Blart himself. Paul Blart. I was told. Our hero, Paul Blart. By a friend of the show today, it's not a bad movie. Really? Yeah. It looked terrible. It did, it look, did terrible. look terrible. And I think it's actually even produced by Adam Sandler's company, is it not? I believe so. You know, it's it's part of his menu. Menu. You know, It's a good movie. If you haven't seen it yet, The Menu. Oh, I just, just so watched it this amazing. weekend. Oh. So amazing. Is it? Yes. I saw it pop up on one you of my streaming so, services. Yes, it was very intense. It's and very it, good. And it's one of those movies that, like, you're watching it and then you're watching it. Oh. Well, it's a great movie you should watch sometime, Ben. <laughs> Fletch. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which one? The, the original three one. The original one. You start there. Then he'll be hooked. All right. Let's get to the sun. I don't know what Fletch is. Um, we're looking to the future here. I'm so, oh, sorry, Vince. My fart hurts. I'm sorry. Not intentional. Uh, Cam Johnson is going to be a restricted free agent next summer. Chris Paul, of course, starting to wear down a little bit. And then who knows what's going to happen with DeAndre Ayton, his future here in Phoenix. Um, it's been cloudy for a little while now. So we're asking of those three guys, Chris Paul, DA, Cam Johnson, who is least likely to be on the Suns next season? Least likely to be on the Suns? Yeah. Um, you may be surprised by my answer. Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson? 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 Because of what you just oh, said. right. Restricted free agency. Are they going to commit to another $20 million plus salary? Ooh. Don't know. Cam Johnson. Johnson. I'm not saying I want him gone. I'm just saying that's how I answer the question. Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. <laughs> Cam, Cam Johnson? Johnson? <laughs> this is my favorite <laughs> game. Cam Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> yes. You uh, just recently put that together, yeah, didn't you, Jared? Yeah. That James Jones one is only from like a week ago when he was on uh, with Burns and Gambo. Really? Mitch, Stop. their oh producers, heard it and sent it to me and said, oh my goodness, oh, he so said that, it like that. That's untouched I, audio? Well, that's so nice. Uh, yeah, no, th- that's yeah. touched audio. Come no, this on. is from... This Get is from, out. Cam Johnson. Uh, that's that's, that's doctored. That's it doctored. Is. But we appreciate it regardless. Yeah. Um, it's a Mitch. I, I think a, a more apropos question would be which DeAndre gets traded first, Hopkins oh. or Aiden? And we talked about that for a while. Perhaps tomorrow's. So well, and, and again, the, the deadline or the date for, for DA is what, three days from now? Yeah, the 15th. That's the first date he becomes, the 15th, four days. So that's I, the day yeah. he becomes eligible to be traded. But I'm not sure there's a huge market of people going, I've got to get me some of that. Um, so, I th- so I think that, uh, I think Vinny's right. I think it's Cam Johnson. Oh, I would love to have 16 points and seven rebounds. That's <laughs> right. That's and be angry fair. at him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's not fair. My part. Mm. Um, okay. Chris Paul says 55% of our voters. He is least likely to be on the team next season. 55% say that. 33% say DA. Only 12% say Cam Johnson. Johnson where's, least likely to where's Chris Paul going? Are you going to retire? Home? <laughs> isn't, it a, is, isn't there some sort of option in his third year? 
I hate contract talk. I know. I'll look so it up. Okay. So, I'll look yes. it up. I thought it was on. only like half guaranteed or something. I don't remember. I don't remember. Hey, should we get to uh, voices and if people do or don't look yes, like Yes, because I've got a good answer. Yeah, yes, I've got a good answer. Okay, uh, this came up because at the very start of the show, we were talking about Jarrett Carlin not ever being out in the wild, but whenever he is, was it Vince? Are you the one who said people tell you that he sounds the way he looks? Yeah, it's, that was Vinny. Yeah. Okay. So we turn that into a question. Famous voices. Who least looks like or sounds like the voice they are attached to? You know what I'm asking. Whose looks do not match their voice? Do you remember Susan Boyle? Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> from oh, from Britain's Got Talent. Angel. Yes, this frumpy woman showed up on stage, and even Simon Cowell was like, "Oh, this woman's frumpy here. woman with like a Cockney accent." Yes, and she started singing, and the world came together. Where is Susan Boyle? I don't know if that uh, happened, Vinny. She was a sensation. Susan Boyle covered a Depeche Mode song at one point. Get oh, out! Yeah, How do you did. rate it? Eh, it was not my favorite version. Okay. But, yeah, nobody expected that. No. That's a great answer. What about you, Beck? Uh, I would say the obvious is Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hegel Vander. I'm sorry. <laughs> Agree. Oh, you knew that was coming, didn't you? <laughs> what were you yeah. saying about how we do great impressions? Sarah, what were you saying then? You want to amend that? That was flawless, Dan. I don't know what you're talking about. You Mike Tyson that? definitely got the most replies. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, oh, submitted by Andy one. Page. That's a very yeah. good one. He def- I would not expect his voice to sound like that. Uh, and Hello, then- Patrick Mahomes here. No! <laughs> the guy I thought of was he won the Golden Globe for Elvis last night. Austin oh, Butler, if you've ever seen yeah. this character. Yeah. Yes. He sounds like Elvis. People thought he was like, what is this guy, still in character? One old thing. He joked about that when he hosted Saturday Night Live, too. Yeah, I really sound like this. That's uh, that's really my real voice. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank How you, about man. Tim Ring? Our super fill-in, AZ Kid submitted Tim Ring. He sounds older than he looks, says AZ Kid. He thinks still no, has- he's as old as he sounds. <laughs> that's what I don't know if AZ Kid realized Tim Ring is old. That's what Tim texted me. Tim texted me. He's like, I'm going to be 54 years old. I don't know how young they think I am. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, no, that's not right. Uh, that's funny. That's, that's an really interesting good. take, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, more responses on Twitter, at Bickley underscore Murata. Thank you, as always, yes. for your fun I'm participation. Gonna, I'm going to scroll through that. Please do. There's more. one about Jerry. Yeah. Is there? Yes. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Sarah. Thanks to everybody who chimed in on social studies at Bickley underscore Murata. Coming up next, the, the playoff edition, our weekly playoff. conversation with Mark Schlereth. Playoffs? Yes. It's straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. NFL analyst Mark Schlereth talks football with Bickley and Murata. Brought to you by Earnhardt Ford and Chandler. Shop local. Shop EarnhardtFord.com. Every Wednesday, we talk NFL football. Now we've reached the postseason. We'll talk about that with our uh, weekly guest from Denver Sports, NFL on Fox. Mark Schlereth checks in on the Arizona Sports Line. Mark, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. We're both uh, we're both uh, centered in cities where uh, coaching searches are are going on. We know what you've said in in, in recent months and and really throughout the the tenure of Cliff Kingsbury as the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. So I'm I'm taking it you were not really shocked with that announcement on Monday. No, not I mean not at all. And 
Yeah, I, I mean, I understand. You, you, you take a shot, you try to make it work, you try to make it work with your quarterback, you try to get, you know, into that. But it just, it, it just doesn't. And you know, in my opinion, that stuff, um, you know, the, the collegiate aspect of, of football, although we've adopted a lot of that stuff at the NFL. Um, it can be an adjunct to what you do, but it can't be what you do because uh, it doesn't work. It's it's just a different game. Yeah, and you've uh, you very accurately diagnosed what's wrong with this offense and this program and a head coach who's not an alpha male. What would Sean Payton do to the mix if the Arizona Cardinals could break out of their comfort zone and actually land that guy? Well, I think I think one. I think there's a lot of you know. I think there was a lot of things. I, I I had I recently went back to Washington. I called the game in Washington where they were honoring the Hogs. So I got to be a part of of that. You know, I, I got to be a part of that uh, procedure, part of that celebration, um, and got to spend some time with my former teammates and got to spend some time with Joe Gibbs. And you know, I've said this a million times. Um, uh, you know, when it comes to a head coach, there's got to be an element of fear and. There's the biblical sense of fear, which is this awesome uh, reverence and respect, right? That's that's an important aspect of a coach is to have a respect, to have an awesome reverence where your players and the people within your organization view the guy that way. But there's also got to be legit fear. Like, hey, if I don't get my stuff done, I'm getting my, my ass is getting fired. <laughs> that's got to be part of it. Like, there's got to be somebody who, who makes you walk into, uh, you know, walk into the facility and after you haven't played well and you're on eggshells. Like, you're walking on eggshells because you know um, somebody's going to pay the ultimate price. And that's got to be part of the program. Sorry, it, it, it does. I know we live in a kinder, gentler world and nobody wants to talk about that stuff. And we all got to respect each other's feelings and all that garbage. But the bottom line is you got to have a dude that instills fear, not only into the players, but into the coaches. If I'm not getting my stuff done, um, there's going to be hell to pay. And and I believe those two types of fear have got to be a part of every program for you to have success. And Sean Payton walks into the organization. There will be both of those things. Mark Schlereth, our weekly NFL guest from Denver Sports, NFL and Fox. Uh, he's with us on the Arizona Sports Line. Um, along those lines, Michael Bidwell said in his, his press conference on Monday um, uh, you know, about this coaching search, was asked, hey, is, is Kyler Murray going to have input on the coaching uh, decision? And he said, yes, there will be input from Kyler Murray and all of our leaders. And you know, a lot of people had reactions to that, especially since Kyler Murray is viewed na- nationally now as, as a little bit entitled maybe a little bit spoiled, maybe a little bit difficult to coach. What are your thoughts on empowering? Uh, uh, yes, he's the franchise quarterback, but giving him that much say, if it's say at all in this process. Uh, I disagree with it. It's the same thing going on here in Denver. You shouldn't be a part of it. It's not your responsibility. It's not, I, I don't want, I, I don't care about your opinion. I don't want, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, you know what? You haven't earned the right to have an opinion. What have you done? Right. Like, seriously, what have you done? And so, to me, I, I, I look at that stuff and I go, I want, I want, I don't care what you think. I'm going to do what's best for my organization. Because you know what's going to be here after you're gone? My organization's going to be here. The Cardinals aren't going to. Cardinals have been around for 100 years. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's seriously, they've been around for 100 plus years. Uh, you have you barely don't. I don't yeah. care about what you think. I don't care about what you want. As a matter of fact, 
Maybe I would ask you for your suggestions, and then I'll go exactly the opposite just to let you know where you stand. <laughs> Maybe that's what I do. Same thing has to be here done here in Denver with, with Russ Wilson. I don't want to know what Russ thinks. And or maybe I do want to know what Russ thinks, and they go exactly the opposite of that because <laughs> because that's what he needs. He needs yeah. somebody who's got you know a set of yarbles and is going to be like, "Hey, dude, I don't I don't give a rip. This is what we're doing." Right. And um, if you don't like it, uh, tough. Like I, I I just don't I don't buy or I don't. It, adhere to that philosophy where, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, talk to all my leaders. Yeah. No, uh-uh. I, I'm the leader of this organization. I'm going to do what's best for the organization. Yeah. All right. So in the NFC playoff picture, it's amazing here because all of the, most of these quarterbacks have very limited, if any playoff experience. And yet the quarterback of the team that's sub 500 has got all of the experience. How do you handicap what we're going to see in the NFC in the next few weeks? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting, isn't it? I mean, with, like you said, with a lack of like a Brock Purdy, right? And yeah. I just, I think it's, I think it's pretty amazing. Here's the thing about Tampa, though. Um, you know, obviously Brady had, when went through what he went through with the divorce and everything early. Um, and I think if you look back on what he's done here the last second half of the season, he's actually played pretty well. I think there's a lot of issues with Tampa Bay offensively, but I think one of the things they feel right now, and I did the last game of the season, um, they feel like their receivers are starting to play their best football right now. They just kind of turned a corner there. And talking to Byron Leftwich, he's like, hey, listen, you know, everybody acts like we, we went from eighth to 32nd in rushing, and like that's going to be a big issue. He's like, we went from 26 to 32nd. He's like, we ain't been able to rush it for, for two inches anyhow. So who gives a rip? Like, this is who we are. This is the interesting thing, though, to me, is you have, as a head coach in Todd Bowles and the guy who calls the defense, you have played a much more conservative style of football on the defensive side because offensively, you haven't been able to produce yeah. because of injuries, because of things that have gone on within your organization, because a brand new offensive line, all these things. Now they feel like they're starting to produce on the offensive side of the ball. You watch them all of a sudden go back to what they were. Last year, the last couple of years, Todd Bowles has blitzed at over a 50% rate. That's who he is. This year, he's blitzing at about a 20-some-odd percent rate. So they're going to get back to playing the way they play on defense, creating some turnovers and doing those things. I think this is a dangerous football team, and I won't be surprised at all when Dallas goes in there and loses. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, I always look at Dallas. Like, Dallas is going to Dallas. Like, they, yeah. like that's just who they are. Like, <laughs> they, you know, and then, but plus it makes it intriguing, right? Does Mike McCarthy keep his job? I think not. Like, it just makes it more fun for me. So I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the, of the Buccaneers. And partly the other thing is I saw, you know, not only did I talk to Brady, but then I saw him face-to-face on Sunday, and we were walking. I was coming out of the camera meeting. I like to go to the camera meeting, you know, talk to the guys about, hey, this is some of the things I think about, and these are the things I look at, and, you know, if you can give me a shot of this, it'd be awesome, and all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> so I'm coming out of the camera meeting. I'm all fired up, and here comes Brady, just glorious, just, I mean, shining bright aura around him, right? <laughs> right. Like angel wings. Mm-hmm. Just angel wings walking through the hair all spiked up. Looks gorgeous. <laughs> and so we're going to meet at, in the alleyway there. And I say, hey, man. And so he takes out his little earbuds, gives me a big hug, and we touch cheek to cheek. Wow. <laughs> Electric. Oh. Electric. I tell you what. You're I, like. I'm done. 
I tell you, it's like uh, it's like all those ED commercials that you guys run all the time. I got a cure for ED. Keep the cheek with Brady. Let me just tell you that right now. Do you mind if I pull that for my next commercial? That is outstanding. Oh, oh my goodness! All right, so since you were back, since you were back in D.C. for the the hog celebration, what do you think of this major tutty, Mark? <laughs> well, first off, he's a hog with no ass. That's, like I, I was like, dude, get some, put an ass on that poor pig. His pants are gonna fall down. I guess that's just it was. Like you can't have a hog with no ass. Where are you gonna get the bacon? Like no, no. I just uh, the whole thing just looked too cartoonish to me. So right out of yeah, it was right out of some Bugs Bunny thing. No, no, I, I wasn't. I wasn't down with Major Tutty. <laughs> where are you gonna guess, get the bacon? At? I guess that's the question everybody wants to know. Where are you gonna get the bacon? Mark, always a pleasure, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, you get see you. I did not see that conversation going there. Uh, Mark Schlereth from Denver Sports NFL on Fox, our guest every Wednesday to talk NFL. Uh, coming up next, it's off season for the Cardinals, which means it's also searching for meaning in Instagram post season. And we'll try our best next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to Bigley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I don't know about you guys, but I am still recovering from the end of that Mark Schlereth interview. <laughs> that yeah, that's tremendous. that's that's kind of what he does. He kind of kind of leaves you speechless for a bit. Leaves yeah. you in a yeah. daze, cheek to cheek. Absolutely. Cheek to cheek. We're going to our website, ArizonaSports.com, to look at today's poll question. We're looking back at the Suns' win over the Warriors last night. The question is, who was the MVP? of the Suns' shocking win over the Warriors. Was it Mikel Bridges, Damian Lee, Dario Saric, Dwayne Washington Jr., or somebody else? Well, I think Dario Saric had his best game of the season, uh, but I think Mikael Bridges I'm giving the vote to. Yeah. Man, you're, you're kind of in my head with that Oh, answer. look at that. Dario Saric, um, it's, it's a low bar because he hasn't had a lot of opportunity. He got two shout-outs from Al McCoy this morning. He did. Gotta love that. But, yeah, Mikael Bridges was the answer. Mikael Bridges uh, did it on both ends of the floor. So, yeah, I'm, I'm giving the vote to him. Okay. Yep. Lines up with our voters as well. 54% say Mikael Bridges is the MVP of last night's game. 22% say Dario Saric. 13% voted for Damian Lee. 8% for Dwayne Washington Jr. 4% say somebody else. But Damian Lee going 14 to 14 from the line cannot be... Uh how about the looked over? How about the Miami Heat going forty of forty from and, the line and needing night? every single needing one of those one of forty yep. to win that game against Oklahoma City? Who just man, they threw it away oh, at the did end. They ever. <laughs> That's today's Anderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Morata mornings. All right, a couple things on the Cardinals front. Dan Graziano, apparently on ESPN this morning, said that the uh, Cardinals are expected to at least look into Sean Payton, which would mean giving him uh, personnel control. Mm -hmm. So there's that. That's good. Yes. And uh, kind of something that they can dangle that other teams can't right now. 
Uh, that is personnel control without having to make another firing. Would it shock me at all if the Denver Broncos said, hey, Sean Payton, you want to coach here? And he's like, hey, you got a GM in George Payton. Peyton firing Peyton. I wouldn't. Oh, sh- that wouldn't shock I, me yeah. at all. Yeah, uh, different spellings. But uh, the other thing on the Cardinals front is an Instagram post from one DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. Just a picture of him, helmet in hand, in uniform, looking off into the distance, and all it says is "forever grateful." Oh, oh he's gone. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, it's been too long since we've had the vague uh, athlete social media post. Yeah. Double eyeball miss- emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. He did not scrub his account of uh, all Cardinals material, though, which is something I've been told the kids do. <laughs> the kids do not. Do. About once a year. <laughs> uh, what do you make of this, Beck? Anything? Uh, yeah, of course I make something of it. I, I think that I do think that he is gone, and it just a, it's a question of how do they execute this. Um, I, I have a lot of feelings about this. I think what's interesting is to, uh, so DeAndre Hopkins posts forever grateful. The second person to respond to him on Instagram was Eno Benjamin, mm-hmm. who responded with NOLA and eyeball emojis. Oh, and the Fleur de Lis, Louisiana, and the Fleur de Lis. Yeah. So I, I, and then, then you've got a, any number of cardinal, former cardinals chiming in from Christian Kirk to Zach Ertz. So it's clearly happening. Daryl Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the the thing to me is, and I feel kind of goofy about this now because we all we were unanimous that we like the draft night trade of Hollywood Brown for a number one draft pick. And yet, people are wondering if the Cardinals are going to get a number one for DeAndre Hopkins. If they can't, if they can't get more for DeAndre Hopkins in a trade than they gave up for Hollywood Brown, put that in another fail of the previous general manager. Can you fire somebody who's left the organization? No, <laughs> no, you can't. And, and let's go there too, because you're right. We were both, uh, and I think we were in the minority on draft night when we said, okay. This trade does make a little bit of sense. And it was before the DeAndre Hopkins suspension news had broken, mm-hmm. but we were on board with that trade, giving up, what was it, 23 overall, which turned into Tyler Linderbaum, who was selected as the center from Iowa by Baltimore. Mm-hmm. We were on board with it. Just because you're on board with it on draft night doesn't mean you have to be on board with it no, months later. Not. And I, I you know, looking not. back now, it was, it was not a prudent move. No. No. So, it, as, as I said, it's interesting to me that why would Eno Benjamin put Nola down of all cities? Like he's going to be there. Well, <laughs> no, but again, it's, it's from, from because what we speculated about Sean Payton and the compensation required well, to get him out of New Orleans. Yes. Just, I, I'm sure it's coincidental, but what? But Eno Benjamin is also a member of the Saints right yeah, now, I too. Yeah, um, I got you. I got you. It, it looks, I don't know, it feels fait accompli, doesn't it? No, it does. And it, it goes, you know, it, a, lot of, a lot of people who follow the team have been hearing this for weeks now that this was going to be inevitable, and it's really not surprising. Now, the Cardinals were able to acquire DeAndre Hopkins for a second and a fourth round draft pick, but that was also because nobody wanted to give D-Hop what he was looking for, which was that redone contract. Only the Cardinals were, were willing to do that. Listen, I've got a source that 
told me the first call that they made was to Bill Belichick. This was for DeAndre Hopkins back then. People are speculating about their meeting on the field a few weeks ago and about how Bill Belichick was raving about him. The first call from the Texans, and I think it was Bill O'Brien at that time, was to Bill Belichick, and they just didn't want to deal with that contract issue. And I also think that Bill O'Brien was inexplicably enamored with uh, the really good guy running back that they traded as well in that package. Did you forget his name? No. <laughs> What's his name? Really good guy running back. <laughs> yeah, look, Bill Belichick made it very clear mm-hmm. in, in, in Patriots Cardinals Week. He's a huge fan of DeAndre Hopkins, not only in the hard knocks yeah. uh, cameras, what they captured, but also in his press Indeed. conferences, his availability. Do the New England Patriots need a, a, an alpha wide receiver? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Regardless of, of what their plan is moving forward, they, that, that is not the strength of their team. So, look, there's there's opportunity out there. I think there would be teams um, that would be willing to take on DeAndre Hopkins with the contractual situation that he's in right now. He's that good. Mm-hmm. Um, it just I, it, to oh. me, it makes less sense for the Cardinals to keep him under those parameters right now. No, exactly. And there's, uh, I think there are ways to mitigate the cap hit. At least I think there are. But I, again, like you, I don't do math and salary cap stuff on the radio. It, it to me, that's that's a sign of bad management if you've structured a contract so poorly that it's really going to affect you going forward. Um, but to me, I think he's going to leave a real mix. I'm I'm glad that he's grateful. He should be grateful because I do believe the Cardinals gave. DeAndre Hopkins more than DeAndre Hopkins gave the Cardinals. Now, yes. there have been moments. And they got him moments. out of Houston where he he wanted to escape yep. Houston, and he got him out of that and situation. he got his money. He, he, he got a very generous rework contract from the Cardinals, and he played in 19 of 34 games. Now, granted, he gave us any number of highlight reel yeah. catches. The Hale Murray is the still. The Hale Murray was great. I will contend that was better pass than catch by eye, but <laughs> there there have been a lot of them. I mean, the, the one-handed catch in the end zone this year was yeah. insane. There have been a a lot of that stuff. Giving the finger while driving. All kinds of good who memories. Ha- who hasn't done that? That's true. Uh, you can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Final thoughts on this Wednesday straight ahead. It's Bickley Murata Mornings live from the Auction Community Studios here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. Song of the day. Sarah. <laughs> that was like a big reveal of the hitter. Yes, I, like, yes, I got you right. That was, that was the way we wanted it to hit Who? This is gambler's lucky. What were you going to say, Jerry? Who's, that? Who's the female singer? Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Bennett. I hate yeah, of course, Tony Bennett. Of course, you would know 
the person that's nearly a hundred, not the one who's contemporary. Tony Bennett. Legend. What, legend. what don't you like about him? He's got no voice ever, even when he was young. Oh, really? And I love says to go out says, with the chess. you? I don't make a living singing. Yeah. What else do you do for us, yeah, though? Right. <laughs> I don't make a living. What is it that you do here? <laughs> I'm a people person. Besides your general ferretness, this one's going out to uh, Mark and Tom. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. I don't know if Tom's feeling the same way that Mark is, but oh, hey, listen, if you miss it right now, all right? Mark, Mark is a soap opera star. As somebody who once inhaled the smell of Eddie Vedder's hair, I'm right there with Mark. I know what he's talking about. <laughs> we we looked for a song called "Nose to Hair," but <laughs> that has not been produced yet. Oh, not until if you miss Mark Slarrett this week, go back when it's available. On the Arizona Sports app or ArizonaSports.com and listen to the end of that segment. Rare listen fall. to the whole thing. Woof. Yep, stay till the end, folks. Tom Brady. Stay the folks. Exactly. He's one powerful dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga. Today's song of the day, Cheek to Cheek. <laughs> Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Yeah, we got uh, further developments in the playoff quarterback picture going into the weekend. The Miami Dolphins are on the road to take on the Buffalo Bills. They will not have Tua Tungavailoa. He has been officially ruled out, remaining in the concussion protocol. Of course, it's the second time he's in the protocol. Maybe three concussions suffered by yeah. Tua this year. Um, Smart not, move. Not shocking news. No. I think it's a smart so move, but it's also uh, it's also concerning about the future. I mean, Tua Tungavailoa's future, I think, is very very cloudy right now. Yeah, in this league. yeah, and I and I think if he wants there to be a future, this has got to be what happens here. Yeah, I, there wouldn't have been much chance for Miami to go into Buffalo and win that playoff game with that team on a mission. Demar Hamlin is back in Buffalo. There's a lot of speculation that he might be at the game. He might be waving to the crowd from a suite. Can you imagine what that might do for the energy in that place? So I, I think from a Dolphin standpoint, the, the Tua news uh, effectively takes them out of any upset possibility at all this weekend. The Skyler Thompson's not leading the Dolphins to a win over the Bills. But it, it, after what he's been through, this is the smart thing for him to do. He needs to get months and months and months of rest mm-hmm. behind him. If not more than that. Yeah. Um, quarterback news, not of the playoff variety, but of the possible draft variety. The Chicago Bears were basically gifted the number one overall pick by the Houston Texans. And Lovey Smith's <laughs> gumption at the end of that game against Indianapolis. Hail Mary, go for two, uh, squander the number one pick. And the Texans are looking for a quarterback. They're going to take a quarterback at number two. What do the Bears do? Can the Bears be... Um, tempted by a quarterback and to be tempted by a trade offer. Uh, Ryan Poles is the general manager of the Chicago Bears, but uh, he and we brought this up too. Mike Tannenbaum, former GM in the league who works for ESPN, said I would trade Justin Fields 
get a lot of draft picks, and I would I would pick Bryce Young with the number one overall pick. Uh, Polls was uh, kind of presented with that same scenario. Because you have the first pick. There are people that sit there go, the quarterback might be available there. But you're saying Justin's your guy. Well, we're going to do the same as we've always done. We're going to evaluate the draft class. And I would say this, I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision. Absolutely blown away mm-hmm. in the evaluation of Bryce Young. And go back. Remember, whether you believe it or not, the Cardinals, when 2019 they had the first overall pick, Steve Kime has told this story time and time again. He didn't expect to be taking Kyler Murray. He was blown away in the evaluation process. You remember those stories you told? So it is possible that could happen. I just think it's a different scenario in Chicago. I think Justin Fields is somebody the Bears. He's fan base is rallying around. Yeah. He's an electric player. Do you have concerns about Justin Fields with that style of play and all the running, about about staying healthy? Absolutely. He's a guy who took a beating in college running the football as well. But I, I still I, I think he's Fields a terrible, is the guy in Chicago. A terrible passer. Like no, he, he's he, not. If he no, didn't he's get, not. He's if, not terrible. He, I disagree. I mean, he throws for like 70 I, yards a game. I, I know that, but I'm, I disagree with you okay, saying that's he's a fair. terrible pass. That's fair. If he, part of it's the offense and part of it is the lack of, of, of weapons he had to throw to for most of If he season. didn't miss games, though, he would have been like top three in rushing. I think he finished sixth. And I, I'm here to tell you, as somebody who grew up with that organization in Chicago, and I bet you Tim Ring would back me up on this, the Bears are going to draft Jalen Carter or Will Anderson because that's what they do. They're the, get a defensive man. You think think old man Tim would agree with you on that? (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't sound that old. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Suns in Denver tonight. Mm -hmm. They get to relive the pain of the Christmas night loss, which was very painful for a number of reasons. They got sloppy. They missed free throws. They had a a real big call go against them. Devin Booker left the game. I know I'm I'm going to trigger you here when I say this. Nikola Jokic is the two-time defending MVP. Yeah. If they were voting on MVP right now, he'd probably be a three-timer. See, I triggered him. You did. (laughs) You did trigger me. You think? You think he's past Luka? They're number one in the West right now. Yeah. And There is that. What he does statistically on a night-in-night basis. Yeah. It just doesn't. But I mean. Talk about, like, we just talked about, like, people whose appearance don't match their voice. His appearance doesn't match his stat lines. Oh, can we say that? Yes. Yes. Looks like he should be a big potato farmer. I love potatoes. (laughs) So do I. Potatoes. Do you like potatoes, Potatoes. How do you like your potatoes? Scalloped, a gratin, french fries, mashed, baked. Potatoes. Uh Twice baked potatoes. Raw potatoes. (laughs) Oh, eat it like a hand fruit. Vodka! Uh, That's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Al McCoy and Mark Schlereth for joining us. Bick, make us proud. Bring home a championship, man. Yeah, baby, here I come, man. You better come in with that trophy tomorrow. TPC, hide the trophy. It's going to be one heckler at 16. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Vinny. We will uh, catch you tomorrow morning at 6. Wolf and Luke up next here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Have a great day, everybody.